It's the Geeky Waffle Podcast. This week we're talking about Mulan 2020, and it's gonna be an adventure. With me is Brie. Hi. And our Geeky Waffle writer, Arzu. Hey, Arzu. Hey. Okay, so let's just... Like, talk about the elephant in the room. There are some issues with this film that go outside of the actual film. And we're not by no means, like, political scientists or people who understand global politics in a way. But I'm going to include some articles so you can read by people who are much smarter than me all the issues of this movie. And I kind of wish I knew about it before I spent the $30. Same. Same. Yeah. So what I try to do with these live action movies is I don't want to compare it to the original animated. But you kind of, it kind of happens though. It does. It happens. I can't stop. I can't stop comparing the two. No, me neither. It just. Okay. So um, you were a 90s kid too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this was like one of our films that like. Oh, this was the kick-ass film of the year. Of the century. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It's so good. It's yeah, amazing. It's, and yeah, one of the ones to like the first one where you're actively like, not the first one, but the first one I remember being like, I want to be like her. Like, as much yeah. as, you know, other princesses I love and are my favorites, but this was the first one I remember being like, she has a point to prove and I can prove my points in the same way. Yeah. I mean, well, like, that made me want to read. I like that's it. <laughs> there you go. Well, well I, I will say this about Mulan. Animated yeah. Mulan is relatable. We got separate. She's a little clumsy. She's not not clumsy. You know what I mean? She's a little un uncoordinated. Uh she's She has some clumsy moments. Yeah. And she's inventive though. She's creative with the way she feeds the chickens. You know what I mean? Like uh, she's late to everything. I can relate to that. I'm a horrible person to yeah. get up. Candace yeah. knows about it. I it's, know it's, that way too well. And yeah. Arzu is learning it too <laughs> as she works with us. <laughs> yes, exactly. But but you know what? We <laughs> I'm I was like, yeah, I get it. She's my girl. We in this together. You know, and she's not the quote unquote perfect daughter as they tell her. You know, the matchmaker tells her, everyone tells her. She, she's just not the per, quote unquote perfect daughter. So whatever Brie, that means. What happens in this new movie? Oh gosh, in this new movie. <laughs> All right, Mulan 2020. Apparently, she has superpowers called Chi, which are only meant for male warriors. And uh, there's a witch who also has the power of Chi behind her. Um, but other than that, Mulan is kind of a perfect daughter. She's quiet. She does what she's told. Um, there's nothing. She has a Spider-Man moment, um, like how you compared it to Candace. Um, she's just, she has this entity about her that gives her strength, does not find it on her own. It's just within her. It makes her even more flawless than she already is. Yeah. And she doesn't really speak a whole lot at first either. Actually, she doesn't really speak a lot at all because most of the males do the speaking for her. Uh, (laughs) I'm so angry just talking about it. They don't even get chi right. Right. No, chi is completely different. And they made it a supernatural power, basically. Chi is an everybody thing, isn't it? Yeah. And chi is not something like you have a lot of. It's how much you connect to. And it's just awkward. This is what happens when you have, like, all white people in the top creative positions. Yeah. 
Well, but then also they created Mulan to be kind of like Buffy, like a chosen one. Like, oh, the chi chose you. And it's so stupid. What was brilliant, and I keep, I know we're going to do this because the (laughs) animated version is by far superior. What was great about the animated Mulan was that she was a grounded human who feared for her father's life and wanted to do something to protect him. She wasn't the bravest warrior she i mean she was pretty she wasn't brave. a warrior yeah she was a warrior she she knew nothing yeah. she was just the one thing on her mind was i have to save my father's life because i know he will die if he goes into battle that was and it my big thing with this too is that this mulan in the live action version like the first time we see her as a kid she's like out there practicing moves with a stick the first time when she's chasing that chicken she flips off the roof and lands in some kind of superhero pose like this is a girl who knows how to fight, who like not likes fighting, but like likes combat, likes martial arts, likes that kind of stuff. So when she goes off to war, it's like, hey, you know, this is a natural step for you because this is the thing you like. Whereas like animated Mulan was a little more, you know, like like Brie said, she is not a warrior. She's going there knowing that she's probably not coming home, but her priority is saving her dad's life. Whereas this one's kind of like, yeah, I have a reasonable shot of coming home if nobody catches me. Well, maybe also, that's why maybe that's why the her leaving home taking the armor war, wasn't so dramatic because it wasn't a big deal for her. She's like, I'm gonna come back in like a few months. Oh, well, I'm gonna be war. fine. There's no way I don't come home. She wasn't worried. Like there's that added layer in the animated version where she had that worry. Like if I do this, it might not end well for me, you know. But her determination—that's what we, we were writing on. That was giving us. The thrill, uh, the anxiety, the anticipation of what was to come. With this one, she was so stoic. You know what I mean? She was Mm -hmm. quiet, stoic. I was like, this girl's a beast already. You know what I mean? Like you said, Arzu, when you're saying like she's doing that super human trick. I was like, yeah, this is the girl who's like Sailor Moon without going through the journey of knowing she's Sailor Moon. That was a straight-up Sailor Moon pose when she landed. Like Oh, 110%. I was like, what are you doing, guys? It was like Chippy Moon. I'm like, ugh, okay, <laughs> fine. Let, let's go for this. Uh, I don't know. Like, it just – it's unsettling because right now, like, when we saw Mulan, we were like, anyone can do anything when they put their mind to it, when they're determined enough. You know, with this yeah. one, oh, well, I'm sorry, you don't have chi, you can't do anything. Not to take everything down this path that I inevitably take everything down, but are we loving the trend at Disney that's moving away from anybody can be a hero to the special people with the special blood can be heroes? Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it started with Incredibles. Do you remember? It's The first like, Incredibles? Yeah, the first Incredibles. Like the villain syndrome was like, everyone should have the power. Okay, yeah, he killed a lot of people. But he had some points. <laughs> he did have points. They did that with Rise of Skywalker and made sure that Rey was related to a powerful man to explain how she had the Force. Yeah, yes. instead of just making her like a, a, a person who just has the Force because they have it. Which would have been fine because as we it know... It makes sense in universe. Where the yes. did those thousands of Jedi come like not two generations before... If you have to be related to somebody special, because clearly none of them were. Apparently, so, Anakin like, killed everyone off and only, <laughs> I don't know. No, but like before Anakin, like the thousand generation of Jedi, I guess are all related to each other because that's how it works now. 
Well, yeah. I like, mean, I just don't get it. I mean, I mean, okay, guys, we're going on Star Wars. We are. Sorry. I know it's making me. Everything makes me angry. Okay, so, <laughs> twenty twenty is. I'm furious. Another thing that people have been comparing it to is that she has to hide her power, just like Elsa. Oh, Conceal, don't feel. I started. Don't let it that. show. <laughs> Doesn't he like actually say something a- along those lines, says, like pretty directly? To hide your gift away, to there silence go. its voice. Oh gosh, it's it's using the same tropes over and over again. It, it, it's annoying. I mean, one of the reasons I was excited to see the new Mulan, I I knew they were making those changes. I knew it was going to be a musical. I knew it we wasn't. were getting rid of Mushu. Um, but what I was hoping for was this epic, like this this epic warrior movie. Same. And I, but I I didn't think they would change Mulan's personality completely. They sacrificed her character so they could have an action movie. Yeah, they wanted to have all those moments of her flipping around and just doing crazy Matrix crouching tiger hidden dragon moves. I and know, but they could have done that eventually. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they could have, but they wanted, I guess, to do it. The thing is, they were. I think they were so concerned with hitting certain narrative and visual beats that her character was like the last thing they were thinking about. It's just how do we get from point A to point B? Because now what winds up happening is the whole plot gets driven forward by a very motivated villain. Like the, the Boricon and, and the witch are both extremely motivated, yeah. but... They're the ones carrying the story, so everything is just kind of happening to Mulan. You know what I mean? It's not she's not making anything happen. I'm obsessed with this person's Twitter right now, Xuan J Zhao. She is like a a Chinese historian, and something she said is like it's a Western trope that somebody's born with uncontrollable demonized superpowers, but with Asian stories, their protagonists actively work. And work hard for their abilities. So again, this is a very Western script. That's what but happens it's not when four writers w- are white people. Well, yeah, but it's not even a good Western script. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't fit Mulan. Like, I could care less about her in this version. I, I had no ties to her. I didn't care. That, and that saddens. Like, I was sad about that. Like, how little I cared about her. Yeah, like, she is the title character. We should care about her. And I found I had more of an emotional connection to Cricket than I did to Mulan. Oh, I loved Cricket. Like, oh, which yeah, a sweet boy. Which, by the way, was... Into, they made Cricket into a man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which was brilliant, though. Like, if you couldn't have an actual Cricket, it, it was smart to turn him into a character. Like, Actually, I, I really liked that. I think it would have been good for her to even just have, like, a Cricket in a little cage or something, even though I don't like animals in cages. Okay, that's a whole other thing. Um, because she needed someone to talk to. Because we were getting it through her face emotionally. I feel like. Yeah, she doesn't. True. She doesn't even. Like, I get not wanting Mushu because that doesn't fit the tone of this kind of movie. Yeah. But she officially has nobody to talk to because she can't really be herself with. Hongwei, the love interest. She can't be herself with the commander who's kind of become like a mentor for her. So she's she's never herself when speaking. Even when when the witch confronts her and says, you're hiding who you are, you're hiding. She's still not being Mulan in that scenario. I wonder, though, if, if she... If they could have done something where, like, Cricket had the night duty with her and they could have, like, 
spoke about like their family were like without her giving anything away, obviously. But I wonder if that would have been a nice touch. So, okay, let's talk about the new character, the witch, which they don't really use the word witch in Chinese culture. They could have called her like a spirit or something like that. And as I like to call her, hawk lady. I'm just calling her the witch for ease of reference because that's what they call her in the movie. I know, but she turned into a hawk like 80% of the movie. That is something in Chinese myth. So we can give them points for that. All right. (laughs) They got one thing. But my thing is, though, did we need a a supernatural being of her turning into birds? Because, like, honestly, that took me away from it. I was like, what what is this movie trying to be? Because, again, what I was excited about Mulan was to see a grounded war movie almost. And then then we got Chi and Powers. I think, I don't know, Disney needs to throw some magic into everything. I don't mind, like, the the magic element so much if that had been sort of removed from the Chi narrative, like... She just happens to be supernatural, and maybe that raises the stakes a little. Ooh, yeah. okay. But, I like. Ooh, all right, Arzu. I can get behind that. <laughs> like, if, if that was the only thing, and it's just you know some supernatural other realm, whatever, raising the stakes. But then Mulan is still the the plucky, clever, clumsy person we know. Then that kind of, and then and then the witch's only thing that she's got on Mulan is you're a girl, and they will find you, and that's it. The chi's not there. I I would have preferred that. I think with having the chi and this all-powerful thing, like, it just, it really alienated me from the story. Yeah, because then it was, it was just anything she does is because of her special power. And it doesn't, and then, oh, the one thing about the chi that does not make sense to me is when she's at the camp and she's training and she uses her chi, I guess, to beat Hongwei in a sparring match. And then she gets mad at herself. She's like, you have to hide your chi. I'm like, but why? As far as any of them know, you're a guy. So it's not a problem. No, and guys like Based are... on the movie's internal logic. Right, because only male warriors have chi. Yeah, so what's her problem? Everything. Okay. <laughs> so there was an article in Polygon that I sent Arzu that Mulan's villain was right. So the witch had like a good point about powerful women and she offers Mulan to join, like says, you should join me. They could topple the patriarchy. They could have gone somewhere (laughs) with that. Yeah, that would have been such a better movie. So yeah, or like having her as a love interest to Mulan. Yeah, I'm there for that. I'd be there for that, honestly. Uh, One thing I want to kind of bring up, and I know this is going back to the beginning uh, of the film, is the matchmaker scene because it bothered me so much that Mulan was so perfect. Like she hit her chi away. She, she was gonna, she was going to be on her way to get married. Like, yeah, it's not her fault that she messed up in the original movie. She cheats. She writes things down on her arm and you know, she causes a mess. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's all due to her new sister. Well, not new sister, but yes, new sister character. Um, who's afraid of spiders. And really, the matchmaker was at fault for everything. Yeah, so, like, like they need... To, see, this is what I mean when I say, like, they know what narrative beat they want to hit, but they didn't consider Mulan in any of this because they know they need to hit the beat of the matchmaker session gets messed up. But because Mulan is Spider-Man and catches everything... Oh, which I hated that part, by the way. It's just, you know, the matchmaker upended the table. It was her sister who started screaming. And, like, she slipped and dropped everything. Like, slipping happens to people. So 
being your daughter is a disgrace and has brought dishonor to your family because she slipped after trying to save all my dishes doesn't land the same way as a matchmaker who just saw her entire room destroyed by a girl and has no idea what happened, which is what happens in the cartoon. Yeah. All she knows is this girl started throwing tea everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't, it, I was disappointed. I was like, oh, this is the route they're going to take. Like, you just have Mulan being dutiful and moving, you know, the teapot off, ooh, off the center tile plate, you know, like she wasn't like trying to splash the spider with tea. She wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like, she was so dutiful that entire time. And then you knew she was going to go save her dad. It wasn't like a decision that she was you, making. She already made you know it. Do you know what's weird is the animated versions of the characters feel more real to me than the live action ones? No, yeah. but 100% though. 100%. Because you get time to know them. Yeah, That's I feel why. like they didn't set up really Mulan's family as well. I think, I think that's what happens when when you don't have a musical. It's because the musical people sing their feelings, so kind of expedites the process a little. Yeah, it does. So but you they can, need more time. You still can make a good script without a musical, though. Why did they need to add a sister for Mulan? Why did they I need to do that? I have no like to to draw a contrast, but like, but you can just. I think the sister was meant to fill the role that like the other girls in town filled in the cartoon, in that this is what a good daughter looks like, but Mulan's not inherently a bad but, daughter. She's just a little more physically active. But Mulan was a good daughter. The The sister was a bad daughter. The sister screamed at the spider. Mulan was stoic. No, I, like, I, like in that I agree. I think this is just what they were trying to do. I know, yeah, but they, they didn't did execute so horribly wrong. Yeah, no. No, I agree with you. I, I, I agree, but I'm just saying they were at fault because they didn't, the sister was more like animated Mulan than Mulan was. Yeah. No, the, the sister, she just, I feel like she just took time away from the parents. Like, I will say of all the sporting characters, the parents, and not including the villains, the parents kind of got the best setup and that I had a little bit of an idea of what they were like. But they didn't get enough setup for me to understand why she's, you know, like to really drive the, like her sacrifice and her decision. Well, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, because in the animated movie, I think it was after the whole matchmaker thing when the the father had a, a wonderful talk with Mulan. But in this one, he was just angry about her having chi. Like, it just, that's all he was angry about. Like, don't have chi. I don't know. I just hated that chi part. I think it really took away from Mulan. Yeah. And what made her her. Let's talk about the avalanche scene. So one of the reasons I really like it in the animated movie is that Mulan doesn't really use, like, her physical, like, she is a good fighter, but she uses her brain more than anything to defeat the Huns. Because mm-hmm. it's the Huns in that movie. She has a yeah. strategic mind. Like, it, it might be a little s- stupidity in there, too. Like, a little bit of recklessness, but it <laughs> She's works. She's creative. And it makes, up for, it makes up for her lack of, of physical ability, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and we we got we knew she's creative, and she uses that creativity to to help. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. Before she does that, there's a scene with her and the witch, and they just like talk on a sulfur like salt thing. And she, Mulan decides that she needs to be herself, 
So she takes off her armor in the middle of a battle. Yeah, so the the clever thinking 10 steps ahead Mulan does not exist here because she decided to lose all the armor before charging into battle. And I understand you want to be yourself, but you can be yourself in battle armor while arrows are being, like, shot at you. Also, can I just say, you can be yourself with your hair up, too, like... Yes. Oh, that, okay. and without makeup, because uh, she definitely took time to add some. She stopped and slapped some eyeliner on. <laughs> and yeah. some lip gloss. Yeah. And it was just like, it was so weird because like her face was like really dirty and her lips had no color. And then all of a sudden. Oh, she bathed. She she yeah. had a nice little long bath while everyone was in battle. A lot of people were dying. Yeah. Well, you know, got to look good when you're. Uh, <laughs> charging charge. out onto the battlefield yeah <laughs> so what i saw some people like on facebook complaining about is like oh she didn't cut her hair and of course i'm like well technically well the dudes all have long hair so what was the point of her putting her hair down other than for it to get in her face but also look really cool in the trailer yeah it was yeah. it was aesthetic and nothing else but i will say though in the animated version like when she cut her hair i got chills yeah. yeah, I did my chop of quarantine hair, and I was totally thinking of Mulan. That song was in my head, that little 90s synth song they had. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Bree, do you remember? Like, I remember being at your house, and we would rewind it and watch that scene, like, over and over again. Yeah, we did. We uh, It was it was uh, brilliant. Like, uh, it, made me, it made me feel a lot of things. Um, yeah. I mean... It hits me more now, but, like, yeah, like, it just, over and over again, like, we, we would sit there. And that music buildup, too, there there wasn't any, like, drive with this movie. Like I will admit that the reflection, instrumental reflection, came on, and that made me feel emotions, but that's because they were tapping into my childhood. Right. They absolutely did that on purpose. I know. And I was like, how dare you use this for evil? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a smart idea to use some of that. Um, you know, when they were doing the, um, the what's that one song? It was like the dun, dun, dun. Or, uh, uh, honor to us all? Yes, you'll bring honor to us all. Uh, that was such Wes Anderson vibes <laughs> during that scene. It was oh, crazy. Oh, when they were, yeah, painting with their the, face. And yeah, everything. with the makeup. Do, 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 do. Like, I was like, uh, did Wes Anderson direct this part, at least? So, okay, so she causes an avalanche that also takes out her own men, and she rescues her love interest, right? Right. And Yeah, then, but not as great as Mulan res- rescued Shang Li in the first one. Yes. R.I.P. Shang Li. He is not in this movie, and it's kind of disappointing because he's a bi icon. Oh, the best bi icon. Yeah, but they had yeah. to scrub all that. Cause, yeah, because you know, they're like, no. oh, the Me Too moment. He's a commanding officer. I he was hate also- that. I hate that so much. Like, he's a commanding officer, so what will the girls think? I'm like, I don't know. They'll think that maybe he had enough decency to wait until she wasn't in his command anymore before even trying to ask her out, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And they'll so think this was consensual. Treats- like, what will they think? You tell me. He treats her as an equal. Yeah. But also- we have to remember Shang Li was still trying to become who he wanted to be. People still treated him like he was a child. The son. Yeah. The son of a yeah, general. Very true. Yeah. yeah. He had his own journey the whole time. Yeah. Which was so, ooh. I mean, that one scene where in the, 
in the animated scene, I should say, when <laughs> Mulan and, and Shang Li both went to that village that was burned by the Huns. And like he found out his father was dead and she found that little burnt doll. Oh, the emotions. And yeah, with they this- had a scene like that. But the thing is, they didn't kill any villagers. They just killed other Military soldiers. People. Yeah. Which I was like, well, okay, how am I going to care? Part of the part of the problem I found with the with the supporting characters, and this is not on the actors at all. This is this is the script. Is that I feel, especially with the with her fellow soldiers, is it kind of required a knowledge? It was expecting that you had already seen the cartoon for you yeah, to care with, at all. Like because the, the three guys who weren't the love interest and weren't cricket. Yeah, you yeah. sort of have to know from the cartoon that like Ling is the romantic one, and Poe is the one who likes food. And Yao is like the the aggressive the one. Mm-hmm. You don't you, you don't get enough time with them in the live action to distinguish that. You have to know no. that from the cartoon. Yeah, it's really I, yeah. it's really odd how the this live action script took everything that made everyone human and just ripped it out. They were like, no, no one needs humanity. <laughs> okay, so well, what I was going with the avalanche thing is she goes back after. She rescues her love interest and her hair's down and everyone's like, oh, she's a woman. And I'm like, how can you tell? She's halfway across the field. Yeah. Also, what I want to know is. Well, she took off her binder as well, right? But like. From far away, you can see. I know. They haven't seen women in a while. They're looking. No, remember, she put on makeup. (laughs) She made herself present as a woman. You can see the eyeliner from halfway across the field, even if the rest of it looks the same. Um, so there's another point where there's a throwing star and it hits Mulan, but she's saved by her binders. She binds up her breasts. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, it's good she's hiding because that saved her life? Yeah, because right before the witch throws it, too, she's like, you'll die pretending to be someone else. I'm like, actually, pretending to be someone else is what's saving her from you right now. Yeah. It's a weird message. And I was like, what does it mean? And then I realized that probably the writers don't know what it means. So I shouldn't try to analyze it. No, they have no idea. And something we discussed before was when she goes back after the witch just tells her the plan. Yeah. She goes back to the army and Donnie. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. Yeah, Donnie's there. And oh, he plays her commanding officer. And it's different. About how she gets their help. Yeah. And you guys had a big issue with that. So, yeah. Like, in, in the cartoon, when she shows up and she's like, hey, here's what's happening. Nobody listens to her because she's a because she's a woman. So then she kind of makes the point that you would have trusted me if I was paying. So why is this different? And they're still like, we're not listening to you. She's like, fine, I will take care of this myself. And she yep. leaves. But in this, she shows up, lays it out for them. And Donnie Yen's like, well, I don't know. And then the love interest steps in and he's like, well, we would have trusted her if she was June. So what's, why is this any different? And then they have this I am Spartacus moment where they all kind of say that they believe her and then they go. But I'm like, but you took all of her agency away because she just kind of said, here's what's going on. Will you help me? Then the guys all have a discussion and they're like, okay, we'll help you. But she didn't, she didn't do anything to convince them. She wasn't, not that she wasn't determined, but she didn't behave in like this determined like i'm gonna do this whether or not you help me kind of thing well she didn't have that determination in any of the movie really uh how she gets her chi back is uh the witch 
like basically is like find yourself and then she finds herself or whatever. Um, the boys all back her up. There's there's never a moment of self-discovery for Mulan. Even at the end when she like slips and whatever. The Phoenix um, Wing thing? Yeah. The 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 Emperor is the one who's like, get back up, rise, Emperor blah, blah, blah. Played by Jet Li. Yeah. I was watching with my parents and my dad's like, after like the, towards the end of the movie, he's like, that's Jet Li. And I was like, yeah, that beard covered a lot of his face. <laughs> my no, parents sure. didn't even recognize him. <laughs> but but it, it every decision-making moment gets taken away from Mulan. Every self-discovery moment gets really overshadowed by someone else and is taken away from Mulan. There's never a moment where she has for herself. It's it's like, oh yeah, I have she, I'll use it. Like it's not it's not powerful. Her whole setup, it it's flat. Mulan is a flat character in this. And that it's yeah. so sad. What our friend MC said, is this right, Bray? She said, like, everything just happens to Mulan. She doesn't really take action in a way. No. Oh, not okay. at all. It Things happen to her, and she's just going with the motions. Yeah. Like, 100%, 100%. Like, she has to be... Other people have to explain why she is worth trusting. The emperor has to tell her to stand back up and fight. Which yep. was, in itself, such a weird moment. Because it was supposed to be this big swell of an empowering thing. But first of all, it lasted 15 seconds. And second of all, she already <laughs> had her big swell, empowerment, self-discovery, whatever, when she decided to throw all her armor away. Yeah. So I think Candace, you had mentioned that you would have rather that Phoenix moment to happen when she was riding into battle, correct? Or I don't know if it was me or Arzu. Might have been me. You're like, As if you had to have that, then the yeah. battle scene was the yeah. time to do it. But it would have been cool, like her riding on her horse and the Phoenix like wings like coming out of her, you know? That would have been dope to see. And maybe like her Phoenix could have fought the other bird lady. Well, the bird lady, the witch, she sacrifices herself for Mulan. And the sacrifice feels very empty because we've seen Mulan, like, duck arrows before. So the hawk just, like, takes an arrow from Mulan. Because evil people can't be redeemed. You have, you have to kill your morally ambiguous bad guy with just a shade of redemption. Because what Listen, will the kids think? They Kylo Ren her. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Don't get first you started. The witch is Kylo Ren in this They Kylo Ren her. Okay. Wait, you want me to defend her? Because I will. No, I'm saying they did Kylo Ren her. They Kylo Ren her. Yes, 100% they did. And and they they raid Mulan, Kylo Ren, the witch, and I'm angry. (laughs) Yeah, like... Okay, I'm not going to go on this tangent. Maybe I will go on this tangent. (laughs) She... Okay. She has this power, this super strong power that Mulan also has, like... A lot of. And the witch is being used by the bad guy for evil purposes. Oh my god. And it's, it's like, it's the Mulan, oh my god. join me. Take my hand. Let it all die. Kill oh it if you have to. And Mulan's like, I don't know. And she leaves. And then the witch is like, oh, well, gee, maybe I don't know either. And then at the last second, sacrifices herself for Mulan. Yep. So she oh is my god, It's Raylo. It's it Raylo. Yes. And it's they Raylo just didn't want to admit that they had a lesbian love interest. They're like, like, oh well, yeah. no. they just they, just, they needed a Chinese They don't want to admit any of these love interests because even That's the true. one with the with the straight guy goes nowhere. That's yeah, true. I That's mean, also I'm anticlimactic. I'm like, okay, let's oh, shake hands so and she leaves and he doesn't even follow her home to stay no, for I dinner he was or possibly show- forever. So yeah, yeah, I thought he was. I know. Gonna I thought he was going to show up. Donnie came back. Yeah, me too. But no, 
No. With a new sword. And then mm. Donnie Yen doesn't even show up with his daughter, who he totally wanted to marry off to Mulan. Yes! So another <laughs> love story that they didn't follow through on. Fails. All around fails. I would love if she decided to go with him, and then he's like, we gotta stop by my village first. <laughs> yeah. We got still gotta, still, to still gotta promise you <laughs> to my daughter. Anyone would have been lucky to marry Mulan. Well, maybe not this version, because she was boring. I'm sorry, okay. she was... She was so stoic the entire time, and I get the fight scenes were super badass, like, but uh, I'm mad. I'm disappointed. I am so disappointed, too, because ever since they announced this, and they're like, we're going to make changes, because that's my biggest issue with all these remakes, is that they're just pretty much the same animated movie, but live action. And my favorite ones have been The Jungle Book and Cinderella, because they're not like the animated movie at all. Right. But they still could have made changes to this one but been good. They could have just done yeah, a no, grounded war have. movie. Like I that's, hope. That's what I wanted. A grounded war movie of Mulan. I would have been happy. I just feel really dumb because I spent like the better part of a year defending this to my friends who were like, I don't know. They took out the music and they took out Mushu and they're like, and oh, I'm standing there defending it. And then Me this too. happened. I'm like, well, now I feel stupid. Well, yeah, yeah, I was like, I mean, they're trying to be respectful of the Chinese culture. Yep. So they're not good. They don't do musicals and they don't, talking dragons are lame. You know, I, I, again, I would She didn't cut fine. her hair because I, it doesn't make sense. I didn't need the musical. I didn't need Mulan, but I needed her to have a story. I needed her to have a voice. And they stripped her voice away. So, you know what? To those writers, F you. <laughs> Because Mulan didn't get a voice, and I hate that. Disney, hire people of the culture you are covering when you want to – you keep saying you're being respectful of this culture, and you want to reach out and – Don't just hire them in some kind of quote-unquote advisory capacity either. Like, have them writing the movie. Have them directing the movie. Like, this could have been a huge breakthrough. For, Did like, it, an Asian director, Asian-American director. This could have been yeah. huge. But did, I don't know. This is what I'm scared of. Because this is an Asian-led, all-Asian cast. It's a Hollywood movie. It's the most expensive movie ever directed by a woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared that it's not going to, it's not doing, it's doing okay. I believe it's doing okay. I think it's tanking in China. Okay, but it's tanking in China. Exactly. And that's, like, where. That's where they wanted to get the money. Yeah. yeah because they didn't get. In the original, I was researching this, the, the original movie, they released in China, but China had issues with had issues with um, Disney because Disney had recently released a movie that was about Tibet. And of course, China and Tibet have those issues, the Dalai Lama, all that kind of stuff. That's a whole, again, things that much smarter people know about than me. So that movie tanked then too. In the Chinese market. What movie was that? I think Merrimax released it. Oh, like it wasn't a, an animated. Okay. No, it wasn't. What an did animated I miss? It was, okay. It was done. It was released only a few months after Seven Years in Tibet. Oh. Yeah, that's both bad pet. But so it's the Dalai Lama at several stages of his youth. So mm. there we go. China didn't like that. They pushed Mulan to like their busiest time. And it was when another, like, Chinese-made blockbuster was released. So Mulan got forgotten. Because you know there's only a certain amount of outside-of-China films that China allow. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, this was like them trying to apologize, I guess, for that and try to get into the Chinese market because Star Wars doesn't do well over there. And the thing is, though, like I get wanting to break into China box office wise because it's the biggest box office in the world, but they have such a robust internal film industry that is made like for them catering to the catering to like local national interests. Like, why would they want to have such a large number of foreign films? Like, you know what I mean? Marvel movies do well over there. That's what it was. They even film specific scenes, extra scenes that will go into the Chinese version of the movies. Oh, interesting. Chinese actors. Hmm. Is Arzu, you brought up last time that, um, the animated movie was written by an Asian American, correct? Yeah, one of the one of the writers on the animated film was Asian American. So I guess I think the whole thing was he had brought these these elements into the movie that resonated with second, third generation Asian American kids. So even if it wasn't maybe resonating in China, it was resonating with someone. There's a lot in Mulan's struggle in the animated film that's relatable not just to, you know, second, third generation like Chinese American kids, but but to any second, third generation kids, because you do feel torn between whoever you are and who your family yeah. and by extension culture oh. expects you to be. Oh, yeah. 100%. So there's something in that that's relatable to all of us, but... Could even and- say it just relates to any kids who parents have different expectations than who you are, well, you know? Go. I think we all struggle with that identity or finding our true nature, and it... It speaks to a lot of various people, and that was like the humanity of Mulan. That's what was, what was, we all felt for her, and we wanted her to do, to be great. You know what I mean? Like to find herself, and she ended up doing that. And again, this movie just strips away everything of that by creating the all powerful chi. So I'm pretty sure our consensus is. Do not spend $30 on this movie. Wait until December if you yeah. want to watch it. It will be on Disney Plus in December. If you have absolutely no interest, there is a Chinese-made Mulan that was out this year called Matchless Mulan. It's got an okay reviews, but there's a better one that came out in 2009. There you go. I was, yeah. So. Or just watch uh, the animated Mulan and Mulan 2 because Mulan 2 is actually oh. better than this movie. Uh, it's still yeah. better than this movie. <laughs> Mulan is still Mulan. <laughs> Shang Li is there. Is there? Yeah, He's there. he exists. That's it. I barely but, remember Mulan too. It's good. not great, but, but it's a mediocre film at best. But it's still, it still is better than this stupid movie. Okay. My Throughout recommendation is if you're curious, it's going to be free on Disney Plus as of December fourth. It is very pretty to look at, but take Visually, it with a bucket full of salt. Take it with yeah. an entire salt sulfur lake with a witch lady full of salt. That was like a chuck of scum that didn't pay off. I really thought something oh, was going to happen with that salt. But no, but nothing it was happened. Cracking. It was cracking and nobody fell. Nothing, nothing. broke. Check out nothing. salt. There was points I was like, ooh, there's going to be something here. Nothing. It's lackluster. It's all, all of it okay. builds up to nothing. There's no excitement. It's, ugh. Let it all out. Let it all out. It's, it's so frustrating. It's We're so frustrating. It could have been so good. It could have been so good. I did kind of like the fight though on that beam. That was, that was pretty With dope. her At and the end? Jason Scott Lee. Yeah. Lee Scott. Yeah. 
Who was Mowgli in 1994's Jungle Book, who I totally had a crush on when I was like seven? I don't think I've, I don't think I've seen that one. He had more personality than Mulan. He was highly mm. motivated. Him and the witch were both like, yes, I know who you are. I know what you want. I can read more than two expressions on your face. God, they had motive. They, oh, they had, oh, they had drive. Okay, this is breaking Brie. I, I'm so broken. I let's wrap this up. Arzu, how can people find you online? So people can find me online, probably crying about Kylo Ren, um, on Twitter. I'm at Arzu Amin. I'm also on my website, rzud2.com, and it's the same username, rzud2.com, on Instagram, too, if that's your thing. Bri, can you tell people how to find us so they can cry about this movie, too? Of course. Come cry with us. Um, we need we need emotional support. Uh, <laughs> um, come find us at thegeekywaffle.com. That's where we have house all of our podcasts and all of our writers' wonderful blogs, like Arzu's. And Candice is our reign of Twitter Rain? No. Is our queen of Twitter. And that's at geeky underscore waffle. And we also have an amazing Facebook uh, community group called Geeky Waffles. Um, yeah. Come cry with us on any social media platform. Uh, we'll be there to, to give virtual hugs. Okay. Well, that's it for today. Thank you all for joining us with Talk of Mulan. We're sorry this movie did not bring honor to you. But, but uh, we'll make a man out of you. But we'll um, make a man out of you, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs>